When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan. We are both uh, live from St. Thomas Sports Park outside the parking lot here. Uh, Sam, we're probably, what, about 100 feet away from each other? Yeah, I think you uh, kind of hacked me here. You kind of gave me this, like, sitting down spot right here. But, I like, I'm in I'm in the grass, so my, my legs are getting absolutely demolished by bugs. Oh, and we're, no. two, we're two minutes into the show. So, yeah, you oh, might have... No. You might have big brained me here because I'm, I'm I didn't dying. realize the bugs were going to be an issue this morning. But uh, yeah, so Sam and I out here in the parking lot uh, outside of St. Thomas Sports Bar getting ready for another Titans training camp practice day uh, as they hit the field at 915 Central this morning. So uh, we're going to have a quick show, good show because the Titans do have news. But uh, we are Nationals on demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at eight central time on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Link to the show on our Twitter timeline, segment by segment, at A to Z Sports. And also hit us up uh, for more great Titans content on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and threads these days. we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you guys, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com, the Bone and Joint Institute, the Bone and Joint TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, keeping us all safe online and helping you out and using that link, Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two week free trial. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, with Three locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Columbia online for all your equipment needs at KrebsKubota.com. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a fun show out here as we're using the trees and the shade as much as we can uh, to get ready for a Titans training camp practice number two. They're out on the field in just about an hour, so we'll have about a 50-minute show this morning, but a lot to talk about. And Sam, uh, something that we had planned a different type of show for this morning uh, to talk about Malik Willis and some of the strides that he's made. But late last night, the Titans did uh, make a brand new signing, and it's to help out the suspension of Nicholas Petit Frere at right tackle. And the Titans, according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, did sign free agent offensive lineman Chris Hubbard, uh, a nine year veteran, spent time with the Steelers, also the Cleveland Browns. Uh, as well, he's been uh, playing a lot of different positions, a versatile guy, uh, but a good option here uh, as depth. And it's not George Fant, who everybody is was expecting to be the Titans replacement uh, for uh, for uh, Nichols Petit Ferrer in the first six games while he's serving that suspension. Uh, but Sam, uh, let's get to Mike Vrabel's comments that he had to say, uh, I guess this was earlier in the week. Was this Wednesday after practice? Uh, this, was Mon- this was uh, Monday. So this is when Mike Vrabel spoke to kind of open things off on Monday, asked about right tackle, what the Titans were going to do at the position moving forward for the season. Yeah. So here is Mike Vrabel on the, 
on the right tackle opportunities. Do you anticipate uh, being in the running to be this team's opening day right tackle? Uh, well, Jamarco's worked over there the first couple days, you know, the early report guys. Um, I think Andrew Ruptrick will play play over there. I think Jalen uh, will have a shot over there. I think uh, OJ will have a chance over there, John. And so, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see where things go. Um, and we'll find the best best person there. So, yeah, there's Mike Vrabel. You hear the couple of the names he mentions right off the top there, Austin. Jamarco Jones, John Ojukwu, an undrafted free agent out of Boise State. Jalen Duncan, the sixth-round pick the Titans made earlier this offseason. Uh, Andrew Rupchich was a surprising name to hear in the conversation for right tackle. But, yeah, pretty clear from the jump that the Titans are really going to have an open competition right now to see who the best starting right tackle is. Jamarco Jones was the guy that was getting the first team reps yesterday, but certainly the addition of Chris Hubbard now makes things more interesting. It does. And were you surprised by the long list of names that could be the right tackle option? Because again, this is a, it's a weird spot because NPF is suspended for just six games, right? So you, you expect to have uh, your presumed starter back after the bye week. Uh, and we do have the projected offensive line of, you know, Nichols Petit Frere there with these several asterisks for his sports betting suspension. But Daniel Brunskill, new player at right guard, Andre Dillard left tackle, Peter Skronsky at left guard, uh, new additions to the team. And then Aaron Brewer, who spent a lot of time at, as a starting guard last season, sliding over to center uh, as Ben Jones exits his Titans career early this offseason. But were you surprised at the long list of names that Vrabel offered up to us? Yeah, I really was. I, I mean, the Titans are all about competition in general. Uh, we know that they like to embrace com competitive philosophies uh, and the idea of, you know, earning your spot, finding the best five, etc. cetera. But uh, I've also known that Mike Vrabel likes to have things put into place. They like to have an idea for who's going to be where so that they can start to build chemistry, really start to build an identity as an offensive line and figure out what they have. And so to know that, you know, it's a little bit more wide open than I think a lot of people thought it was, or at least, you know, his list seems a little bit more wide open is a bit eye opening of like, this is one of the only times I felt like the Titans are having a genuine competition. They talk about competition a lot, but you usually kind of know who the starter is going to be, uh, you know, with a couple guys trying to compete for a spot. I think right tackle could go one of four different ways right now as we enter camp, and I think that's really interesting. Yeah, it definitely is, because um, you're right, because last year it was about Dylan Radins and NPF, and it was you know Dylan Radins, a, a, a second-year, second-round pick, trying to beat out a, a third-round rookie, and he couldn't get it done. NPF was a starter, started 16, uh, 17 games last year as his as a rookie and was really the only guy to have the same starting spot going into, into the season before the suspension. So Chris Hubbard, uh, again, is the addition there and free agency, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. So a little bit I know about Chris Hubbard after some you know quick research late last night. Uh, we do have an article up there about uh, – what to know about Chris Hubbard at A2ZSports.com slash Nashville. He's a versatile guy. He spent a lot of time with the Pittsburgh Steelers, undrafted free agent, uh, became a depth piece, also a spot starter, has started games at right tackle, has started at guard, has get, gotten some snaps at center, and has some of a, the ability to, to play center and to be a versatile piece there. So he, this, to me, Sam, I see Chris Hub Hubbard as a – 
NPF's going to be, be back after the bye week, after suspension's over, right? Chris Hubbard could still be a part of this, this team, even when NPF comes back, when it comes to depth or just getting Wally pipped and Wally pipping NPF by uh, winning the job post-suspension. Yeah, you don't really know what needs are going to become available. Uh, and the Titans have done a very nice job, I think, this offseason of uh, assembling an offensive line with a lot of versatility and a lot of ability to move around. I mean, Daniel Brunskill is a guy that they keep talking about of having five position versatility. Like, he can go anywhere on the line and be competent. Now, is he a right tackle option? Because I thought he was a favorite early on. Uh, Mike Vrabel said he's not in the first group, but, you know, if it doesn't work, you could always circle back there and throw Brunskill over at right tackle. And I yeah. think that's really what they're trying to be intentional about doing. If Andre Diller doesn't work or if he gets hurt or if you need somebody to step up and play center, you know, for Aaron Brewer for a game or, you know, God forbid, Peter Skaronsky has an injury. They now have pieces that can slide to different areas where you're not left with another Dennis Daly situation because you simply have no depth at the position. So having guys that are, you know, can play multiple positions and can kind of slide in and be competent anywhere is going to be really valuable for them. And that's what Chris Hubbard is. Like you said, he might not be the best starting right tackle in the world, but he has an opportunity to either win the job long term or have provide enough value to the team to be a good depth piece when NPF gets back. Yep, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday morning. Sam and I from St. Thomas Sports Park, Titans on the practice field at 9.15 Central Time later today. So uh, let's get to why it's not George Fan because I did see some comments here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch that uh, they were kind of bummed, people bummed that it's not George Fant, who uh, did go to Western Kentucky, uh, also did have uh, you know, local connections. He lives in the area. And so we're going to get to why the Titans did not sign George Fant, why they ended up going with Chris Hubbard over George Fant. But first, let me tell you guys about Krebs Kubota, Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment dealer and an elite Kubota dealer in the Middle Tennessee area with three great locations, Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Columbia. Their website, easy, KrebsKubota.com. And what you get with Kubota is not only just the best equipment in the industry on that industry line uh, with the great orange line of, of power units and implementations uh, there with the K Kubota brand, but you get the best warranties with Krebs Kubota and Kubota. You also get the best customer service with the Krebs family because they've been running things for over 18 years and they prioritize creating a relationship with you to make sure you get what you need and what you desire for all of your equipment, all your projects you have around your property, around your home, big or small. If you just need a new trimmer, a new mower for the house, they got you there. If you need something big, if you're trying to bale hay or anything else you got going on out there in county land, Krebs Kubota is where to go. Again, three great locations, an elite Kubota dealer in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. It's the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You place that first wager, and even if you lose, you can get money back up to $1,000 on the king of sportsbooks. It's why we love BetMGM. Use the bonus code. It's ATOZ Sports. All right, Sam, so uh, you mentioned that the bugs were going after your ankles as you are sitting down on a nice park bench. Uh, I am currently getting the sun at my back. I yeah. thought this tree would give me a little more shade. but uh, I'm sweating yeah. buckets right now. I mean, this is a... <laughs> 
All right, These are so, tough conditions. That's right. I might have to see if I can move on the fly and lift my tripod uh, desk and not break any of my devices here. But, you know, that's a risky move. So maybe I'll do that here in a second. But there is a there is a clear reason on why the Tennessee Titans did not sign George Fant because they bring in George Fant for a workout on Saturday over the weekend. There's the drama that had George Fant uh, – a picture of him entering the facility from the players parking garage area that made it on the Titans website and everybody freaks out. Oh, did they sign George fan as a surprise and not tell anybody yet, but there is a clear reason on why George fan uh, did not become a Titan. And he actually just signed with the Houston Texans this morning. And so this is from Buck rising or Buck rising's article this morning on a to Z sports.com. You can go check that out in its entirety, but why not George fan? Uh, and here's what Buck has learned over the last several hours. And I can, you know, confirm as what I was hearing as well. Fant's position was simple. The veteran and his representation believed that he was capable of retaining Tennessee's right tackle spot even after NPF returned. If Fant could not or could hold down that starting position for an entire season, he expected to be compensated as such. And so, Sam, kind of going deeper into that from what even Buck had to say there is I know for a fact that the Titans did offer George Fant a contract when he was in town and when he was in the facility for that workout. The problem is it was a veteran minimum salary. And if George Fant, who's 30 years old, who's got a lot of good starting uh, experience in the NFL, if he thought he was going to be able to win that and hang on to that right tackle job, he's not doing it at his age uh, for a veteran minimum. So that is the main reason, Sam, why George Fant is a Houston Texan this morning and not a Tennessee Titan. Even though the Texans, I don't think the Texans have a, an offensive line job, starting job open, but he's in, he's in Houston this morning. Yeah. I mean, at this stage in your career, it's, you know, about a couple different things. And, you know, a lot of the time, one of those is money. And, uh, you know, it's also about the toll that you're putting on your body. And, you know, if you felt like you were going to start 17 games, Veteran minimum is not exactly something that's going to get a 10-year vet like George Fant out of bed and get him excited for the season. So uh, he wanted a little bit more money. The Titans thought their resources were better used elsewhere and frankly didn't have a ton more than veteran minimum to give him given their current cap situation. Uh, and so they opt for Chris Hubbard instead, believe that's better value for them uh, and try and get some versatility. But I understand Titans fans bummed about George Fant. Uh, this is a you know, I think he's a better player. Like, I, I don't think that's a stretch. He has you think a lot Fant's more better than Hubbard. Yeah, I think Fant's better than Hubbard. He's got more starting experience, specifically if you're looking for a right tackle or a tackle in general. Uh, I think Fant is the better option. But Hubbard's versatility will, you know, slide in nicely to the, you know, it, there's a reason one of them was willing to take the veteran minimum and one wasn't because I think Fant's the better player. So, uh, yeah. You know, I get I get people being upset about it, but, you know, that is the issue with some of these vets that are available around this time. You get to training camp and, and you know, there's a balancing act that they have to weigh about, you know, what they are. It's kind of like Taylor Luan said when he first got cut by the Titans and was considering whether or not football was in his future again was like. Yeah. How am I feeling? What are my options? What does it mean for my family? And then, you know, what is the money looking like for what, you know, the amount of work and the amount of damage I'm doing to my body for over the next six months going to be? Yeah, Bork says, I have, uh, they explained why they're out in nature this morning. We are outside St. Thomas Sports Park. The bubble is what That's the facility. You can see the goalpost a little bit behind Yeah, me. a little yeah. bit. And then you, 
over my left shoulder, you can see the, the banners on the fences, but I'm trying to use this tree for as much sun protection as possible uh, that I've got behind me and Sam's doing the same thing. So we, I mean, we're going to have to head back to the drawing board though. I mean, this is, you don't like this spot. So I, I, I adjusted and I feel pretty good right now. Uh, but well, so I also have like this weird blood thing where the mosquitoes just love me for whatever uh, yeah, reason. When I sat too, there, it's too Saint sweet. When I sat there in St. Pete and did a show, I mean, I came out with maybe a hundred bug bites up and down my leg <laughs> when I was outside. I, the outdoors and Sam are not friends. We've been over this, guys. I yeah, don't have we sunglasses. Have. I don't do outside stuff. So, yeah, luckily the sun's behind us, so we don't need sunglasses for the show. But so, a, a couple comments that I wanted to get to about the George Fant versus Chris Hubbard situation because Chris Hubbard is a Titan this morning. George Fant, not. Uh, he did get an offer, as we talked about, and Buck Rising wrote about this. George Fant wanted starting money uh chris hubbard clearly okay with a veteran uh minimum type deal i don't know for a fact that the veteran minimum is what chris hubbard got but i do know that veteran minimum or around there is what the titans did offer george fant john said uh but if dillard doesn't work out fantastic makes sense which i think that's a funny uh, autocorrect there and then jody says fant could have held that spot for a couple of years but i also think this is kind of the situation the titans are in is they weren't looking for a multi-year tackle fix, right? Like they signed Andre Dillard to be the left tackle on a, you know, a, a team friendly experimental situation of a three-year contract for a bargain. If it works out for a former first round talent, but if it doesn't work out, okay, now you can get out of it. You can go somewhere else and find your left tackle. And they draft an NPF in the third round, as far as a rookie right tackle starting 16 games, I think NPF, did enough to say you want this guy to have the opportunity to earn that starting right tackle spot for the future. And so the Titans weren't in a spot where they needed to offer George Fant more than what they thought, because it's a six game duct tape replacement or slash depth for the season when MPF returns. And that's kind of it. Like Chris Hubbard's out there on the streets. He's had injuries the last couple of years. He's just trying to get a job, and yeah. this is the right spot. This is, the situation for Chris Hubbard and the situation for the Titans work really well, where George Fant wanted more, it seems. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, ultimately where the disconnect came in. Fant thought he was capable of starting 17 games uh, and ultimately felt like he should get compensated for starting 17 games. I don't think the vision the Titans have is that whoever they signed here, whatever veteran they signed, whether it was Fant or Chris Hubbard, was going to start 17 games for them at right tackle. They believe Nicholas Petit-Ferrer is going to be their guy when he returns, or at least they would like him to be. And they know they also have internal options, Austin. I mean, that's the other thing. It's not just an NPF versus ex-veteran thing. They have some internal options that are at least intriguing to them uh, that they believe are capable of competing for the spot as well as camp gets going here. And so, you know, if you didn't feel like 17 games was a realistic expectation or ask of the free agent you were signing, it didn't make a ton of sense to go too much higher than a veteran minimum in terms of your, yeah. your, you know, the compensation. Yeah, for sure. A to Z Sports Live on this Friday morning. Let's get to our first real question for the audience today because I think this is interesting. Where does the right tackle position rank among your Titans concerns? So where does the right tackle position rank among your Titans concerns? I, I find this a very intriguing uh, question, Sam, because, you know, it's, and I don't want to open the, the door to talking about some of the other concerns. We can figure out where it stacks up and, and to go into, you know, our main points about why right tackle is a concern, but where does 
the right tackle position rank among your Titans concerns. Uh, but let me tell you about no concerns. That's with Farm Bureau Health Plans because you can get a great health plan by saving money and getting better coverage. That's exactly what Zach Bingham did a year and a half ago. And we love our partnership with Farm Bureau Health Plans because they can help people uh, like Zach, people like you, people like anybody across the state of Tennessee because they've been doing it for 75 years. And Farm Bureau Health Plans did a phenomenal job of finding the right plan to fit your specific situation because everybody's situation is different. A lot of coaches say everybody's got bleep, right? Everybody's got stuff they're dealing with. And just like in football and life, we've all got it too. So you have to make sure you have a partner that can help you out with your health coverage for whatever your stuff is that you've got going on. Whether you're a contracted employee, you're single entrepreneur, maybe you've got a family that's growing and your other employer has some gaps in dental or vision. That's kind of common these days, but farm your health plans can do everything or, or fill in the gaps with whatever your situation might be. So check them out online. It's so easy to do at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ sports when you sign up with BetMGM and the BetMGM app, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, you place that first wager, and even if it loses, you get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet. That's why they're the king of sports books. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com. I almost kicked my tripod leg out of oh this tripod desk, but I, I saved it. But now I got to see, here's my problem. I got to keep backing up to get in more shade. So, all right, Sam, let's go to the comment section, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch uh, here. The question today is where does the right tackle position rank among your Titans concerns after the Titans do sign uh, right tackle Chris Hubbard late last night, opting for Hubbard, the cheaper option over George Fant. Uh, so, Sam, I'll go ahead and uh, send you to the chat. Where, do the, where does right tackle rank for Titans concerns from the audience here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch? Titans Kyle says it's top two. Jonathan says it is number one. Jaron says it is number one. Maven okay. says number two. Jody says top three. Adam says number one. Uh, Carl just says hi. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Jones says it depends how they do. Brandon says it's top three. John says three. DeMarco says three. MB says number one. Three of four says Guy. Uh, we've got top two from Ronnie, three from Xavier, number two from Roger, three from Tighten Up. Considering we still need a kicker, I'd say it's top five, says Matt. Top three, even okay. with NPF from Danny. So, uh, you know, this is pretty high on the uh, the radar of a lot of fans here. Top, top three-ish is kind of probably the most common answer. Yeah. Austin, where is yeah. this rank for you? Well, by the way, Robbie Boren just emailing us all that uh, the Titans officially announced the signing of offensive lineman Chris Hubbard. For me, Sam, I think it's probably three because I think, you know, your solution returns in, in week eight, right? Like the Titans have the first six games that are going to be tough. Like there's no, you know, no looking at the Titans first six games of the schedule with the saints and then five AFC teams before the bye week after getting back from London to say, yeah, that's going to be tough if you can you know, tread water to get to a spot after that. So it's, to me, it is top three. I think NPF, I'm not like 100% sold on NPF as a long-term starter. I think he's an above average uh, option. I think he has potential to be a good option at right tackle as he grows throughout his career. But I think it's three because I think there's two other things that rank higher for me. And I'm not going to dive too much into them. I think cornerback starting play is number one for me. And I think the kicker 
is number two for me. Uh, because as you know, those guys, those kickers went 10 for 10 in practice on Wednesday. That's great, but ain't nobody watching. And there's no like game situation. There's no, no pass rush. No, nobody trying to knock the ball down. Yeah, teammates aren't even trolling and like yelling at their at the kicker teammates on defense to try to mess with them. Like there is zero pressure other than like, oh, you missed a kick on Wednesday's first training camp practice. You're gonna miss kicks. We understand that. But I think kicker and cornerback starting play is probably top two for me. And then I put the right tackle situation um, at three at the highest. I, you know, I even just thought about this. I could say Andre Dillard at left tackle might be even higher than what this situation is. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I thought about putting that higher. Uh, but ultimately for me, this is number two, uh, okay. which might seem a little bit high. I, I, this is a bigger concern to me than kicker is the one thing I have above this would be the depth of the secondary considering the secondary's injury history. We know about Christian Fulton's problems. Uh, you know, Amani hooker has missed some time in the past. Elijah Molden has had some injury issues. Sean Murphy bunting the new acquisition Titans fans, not too familiar with his injury history, but as our, uh, our guy, Evan winter told me when they signed him at first, He's been working through some stuff pretty much every year for the last three years. And so I like what he's done on the field and what yeah. he's been for this locker room. Who knows if SMB is even going to be on the field for an entire season. And so as we start to see some of those guys potentially, hopefully not miss some time, I am pretty concerned with the secondary depth of this team. But the reason right tackle is above everything else, uh, all the other concerns with this roster is really because of what happened last season. Uh, and we saw Taylor Lewan go down and the Titans, you know, not really have a solution in Dylan Raidens and then kind of, you know, throw their arms up and say, well, the Raven Clark, Dennis Daly, somebody out there at left tackle. Now it, that's left tackle, not right tackle, yeah. but having one spot on the offensive line, specifically on the outside at tackle can really tank a team's offense like it, yeah. one hole in your offensive line can really shake things up and if this doesn't work then there's question marks about who you're moving and shaking around the rest of the offensive line trying to you know do some patchwork here mm -hmm. so uh, you know I just this is a concern for me because I think we've seen how detrimental it can be for a Titans offense that relies on running the football so much that relies on good pass protection because they need to get into play action uh, in order to really be successful yeah. in some of their timing routes and uh, you know the right tackle needs to be solidified and needs to be competent that's a pretty big concern and my number two biggest concern with this team heading okay. into this season all right all right um so i'm at three you're at two i have yeah. kicker ahead of where you do which i think is interesting because sam like i feel like you are more i'm a kicking guy you are a kicking guy. I don't know what that background comes from. I don't know if it's just Cody Parkey PTSD from being a Bears fan yeah. or not. But like you are a kicking guy. Every time the special teams periods come up, that's my opportunity to kind of check out and see what other things are going on. I get in, dialed in the world. and watch. And watch Sam's them. like, notepad, kicking, what yard marker, what hash. Is it good? Is it I, I'm it? making notes to you. I'm like, yeah, his rotation's not well. He's not striking <laughs> it really well off the turf today. Like I, I'm like, oh, his ball's knuckling a little bit. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll take some you notes are, during kicking. 
you are a kicking guy. So I, I do think that's funny uh, that I have kicker ahead of right tackle. Again, if you're just joining us, the Titans do officially, as they announced just a few minutes ago and via our email inbox from our guy, Robbie, he says uh, Titans add to the offensive line. It is free agent offensive lineman, Chris Hubbard signing with the Titans, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN late last night, nine year vet has tons of experience at tackle guard. Also, According to some people I talked to, uh, one person I talked to can play center if if need be. So some versatile depth while NPF is out uh, uh, for six games for his suspension. Now we're going to get to more of of you know the options here too. Titans Thor says we look so uncomfortable. Uh, I mean uncomfortable, hot, you know adversity, whatever you want to say. Uh, there, I did see this comment from Adam on YouTube. Uh, Adam Weber says. Raidens is on PUP, still recovering from injury. Don't expect him back until late in the season. I think that's an interesting thing, too, is that, you know, Dylan Raidens tore his ACL in mid-December. Yeah. So if he had, you know, let's just say January is his first month of recovery post-surgery. You know, he's right at just eight months, really seven to eight months of his rehab. Now, I think that's pretty – um, pretty legit there from Adam Weber of saying later in the season, but you know, the first game that NPF's going to be back for is that Falcons game where they're wearing the, the Oilers jerseys at home against Atlanta. So good for him. Uh, he didn't miss that one. That's nice. Yeah, I know. Right. He's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I wonder if he was playing towards the tights. Like, come on, I got to have that one. Uh, but you know, Dylan Radins, will he be back in time for that? Ah, that that's pushing it. I, you know, for I Dylan Radins. Yeah. For Dylan Radins. I, I don't think, I don't think you need to even mess with it at this point. I think Dylan Radins is in a spot to where if you can put him on IR and stash him there for the season and just say, Hey, you're going to do basically a medical red shirt this year and then see what his career and what he's fighting for in his, in his, this is his third year, right? So he is like, yeah, this is tough. I mean, that's a terrible timing for an injury like that for Dylan Radins. And we kind of saw how that worked out with Jack Conklin. He tore his ACL in the playoff game, um, and that affected the Titans' ability to sign his fifth-year option because of the injury and and the repercussions of the injury. Dylan Radins, if he's on the shelf for this for the majority of this year, he's going into a contract year without a role or tape or any equity in the bank to figure that out. So that that is a, an interesting wrinkle in this entire offensive line conversation. Yeah, especially when you consider like the opportunity that is available right now where like yeah. a guy off the street is able to come in and, you know, potentially be the starter and you've got undrafted free agents competing for jobs like so Dylan Raiden's had on paper a great opportunity here with Nicholas Petit Frere's suspension to really find some regular playing time at right tackle. Uh, and prove himself to this Titans coaching staff. Unfortunately, the one time the opportunity becomes available is a time that he is unavailable with his, uh, you know, knee injury. So, yeah, a very unfortunate timing, both for this season and then for his career in general. That'll be interesting how much time he misses and how that will affect what the Titans do about, you know, his situation maybe next offseason. Like, it, yeah. that'll be fascinating to me. Yeah, for sure. All right, Sam, let's get to our next question here live from St. Thomas Sports Park as the Titans at the practice field uh, just about, what, 35 minutes from now. So Sam and I out here uh, in the, the the sweet weather 
uh, with our nature trees behind us and the, the bubble and the fence line of the Titans practice fields behind us too. So this next topic, we'll play the Mike Vrabel audio once again, uh, is who intrigues you the most at right tackle? Who intrigues you the most uh, to be the starting right tackle uh, besides NPF? Before we you know, let you guys get your answers in, we'll play Mike Vrabel one more time to remind you of all the options. Again, Chris Hubbard signed this morning and Mike Vrabel earlier this week on the right tackle option. Do you anticipate uh, being in the running to be this team's opening day right tackle? Uh, well, Jamarco's worked over there the first couple of days, you know, the early report guys. Um, I think Andrew Ruptrick will play play over there. I think Jalen uh, will have a shot over there. I think uh, OJ will have a chance over there, John. And so, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see where things go. Um, and we'll find the best best person there. Here's Mike Vrabel. So, Sam, uh, we're going to get to the people's comments. Who is the most intriguing option uh, for the Titans at right tackle? Uh, and we'll get to your comments here shortly as Chris Hubbard signed. But first, let me tell you guys about the Aura app. Aura is all about keeping you safe online, and it's so easy to do because it takes two or three minutes to sign up. And if you go use our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, you're also going to get a two-week free trial to use Aura services. When I signed up with Aura back in early April, they found 30 data brokers were sharing my selling my information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers. And it took like five days, five, six days for Aura to opt me out on my behalf of all of those lists, right? So now less calls, less stupid emails that I'd never signed up for, less like ridiculous coupon packs in my mailbox that I just toss in the recycling bin almost every day. Less of that stuff. And you know what Aura does? Sam, I've been saying this for a few weeks now. They will send you a notification. Hey, a password might have been leaked in a data breach. As soon as I, after I said that yesterday, Aura said, hey, there's a password that might have been leaked. So you might want to go change this. And I opened it. And it was like it was a specific password. And so it made it easy. All I had to do was go to that one thing, change one password, done. I'm good. Aura's looking out for me uh, while I'm out doing whatever I need to do. So Aura is great. It takes two or three minutes to sign up. And that link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, use that. You get a two-week free trial. Just type that into your browser. It's short, so it's easy to type. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for that two-week free trial. Got to tell everybody about BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z sports on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, place that wager. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z sports. Even if the bet loses up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. All right, Sam. So with the signing of Chris Hubbard, we've been over that. I'll, I'll hit again why it's not George Fant. And this is according to Buck Rising's report at a to Z sports.com. And I can also confirm this based on what I had heard earlier in the week after George Fant worked out for the Titans last weekend. Uh, Buck said Fant's position was simple. The veteran and his representation believed that he was capable of retaining Tennessee's right tackle spot even after Nicholas Petit-Ferrer returned. If Fant could hold down a starting spot for an entire season, he expected to be compensated as such. I will add that the Titans did, to my knowledge, offer – uh, George Fant, or at least, you know, you never know if it's a true offer or not because nobody wants to get turned down, right? But there was a financial, what was the, uh, the what was the DeAndre Hopkins thing called? A financial discussion, a financial conversation 
it was uh, like a had, yeah verbal financial offer or something yeah it was like ridiculous yeah. wording right but the titans did talk to george fant about veteran minimum so that's why george fant is not a titan the titans signed chris hubbard for cheaper and george fant did land with the texans this morning so sam i'll let you go to the chat and get the get the people uh what uh again the question we're asking here who intrigues you the most of the starting right tackle options to replace npf MB says it's OJ. Jake says Jalen Duncan. Johnny's on OJ. Hammer's on OJ. Rooney says Jamarco Jones. Jody says Daniel Brunskill. Eric says it's the rookie Jalen Duncan. Brunskill, Jones, Duncan, Jones, OJ from Brandon. We've got uh, Jones from Samuel. Jamarco Jones from Titans Fox says Jamarco Jones. Honestly, Jones. We've got uh, Duncan is the X Factor. Duncan or the UDFA Ojukwu. Jones from Billy. That's OJ, right? That is OJ is John Ajukwu. Mike Vrabel doesn't like saying his last name, so he calls him OJ. Uh, So there you go. Uh, Duncan from Orlando. uh, OJ from Top Troop. Jamarco Jones from Carl. uh, Let's see. Ajukwu from Roger. Uh, So, yeah, kind of a lot of a split of Jamarco Jones is a lot of them. Daniel Perez and Carl. And I thought it was actually very surprising, Austin, that Jamarco Jones was the first name out of Mike Vrabel's mouth when he yeah. was asked about, you know, the guys that were going to compete out there. And then we saw the other day at training camp that he was the one that was in there with the ones. Uh, so real quick, before I give you my answer, let's hear yeah. from Jamarco Jones after practice. He had a tough year last year. People might have forgotten about him because he wasn't around. He was injured. But he's back, has an interesting opportunity this fall. It's been a long year, trying to get back out here, just glad to be back out here with the guys. Feeling healthy? Yes, sir. What's, uh, what's it like to know you got a, a shot to, to take the starting spot? Yeah, I'm just trying to go out there, compete, and help the team however I can. Just glad to be back on the field. What was last year like for you, and how much did you It was pretty shitty. Yeah, it was yeah. Just terrible. Yeah. But like I said, I'm just glad to be back out here with the guys, playing ball. What'd you do? I mean, about the time. Was, man, rehabbing, trying to get back out here as quickly as possible. It just didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen, but I'm back here now. Are you a patient person? I mean, did you handle all of it? Nobody wants to be yeah. sitting on the sideline watching the games, you know. Uh, we, we're football players. I think everybody out here wants to be on the field. So, But we're here now. I'm ready to go out there and just compete. I'm glad to be here. So, yeah, I mean, there's Jamarco Jones not holding back, talking about last no. off, last season uh, and his, you know, struggles, right? Uh, he was on the sideline in the building all year. Very frustrating for him. He has a Mike Vrabel connection. He went to Ohio State, and uh, Mike Vrabel left for the Houston Texans the year Jamarco got there as a freshman at Ohio State. But he knew Mike Vrabel in high school. Vrabel was part of the coaching staff that recruited him to the Buckeyes. So there is a relationship there. Uh, and, and, you know, he talked a lot about that and Vrabel talked very highly of Jamarco after practice. So yeah, that's the chats guy, but the chat has also come in and kind of stolen my thunder a little bit because I was very pumped up and, and I'm very, very intrigued by John Ojukwu, the undrafted free agent out of Boise state. He's got exceptional size, uh, was a guy that I think a lot of draft analysts had projected as like a fifth or a sixth round pick that somehow went undrafted. The Titans were very aggressive in trying to sign him. They got it done. And uh, Austin, during minicamp and like OTAs and stuff, even some of these full team periods, Ojukwu was working in at right tackle pretty regularly. Like what? He was like the next guy up behind NPF at times. And and here's one thing on that. Sorry to cut you off, but how soon did the Titans know about NPF suspension 
to where maybe they were trying to do Very some true. of that work. And, and I don't know, I had no idea because that was late June. Uh, like the last couple days of June when NPF suspension came out. So the Titans have been done for a couple weeks in the practice field in the spring uh, before NPF suspension was known. But, I mean, I don't know internally if they knew that they had to prepare for this or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I got the sense that at least NPF had known about it for a while or had a feeling that something was imminent. When speaking to him after practice the other day, he told us that the bet that he placed that got him suspended – he placed during the season last season. So this has probably been a long time coming. And you'll remember when Isaiah Rogers got suspended ahead of Nicholas Petit Frere and uh, Jamison Williams got suspended ahead of Nicholas Petit Frere. And it was said then Jamison Williams got suspended for placing a bet at the team facility. Well, NPF's a smart guy. Light bulb could have gone off at that point and realized, oh, uh, something's probably <laughs> coming for me as well. So I, I got a feeling the Titans probably did know about this. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, very interesting. John Ajuku working in as really the right tackle two behind NPF during minicamp and OTAs. Now it's Jamarco Jones. That's the number one. But he's somebody who's really, really intriguing. You just don't see undrafted free agents as rookies be given this amount of opportunity or enter this level of conversation when talking about a starting offensive line spot. Tells you how much he's impressed the Titans so far. And so over the next month, as he gets more opportunities, more reps, more comfortable, you know, how much more is he able to impress the coaching staff and how much more opportunity can he earn? Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I'm going to give my answer here in a second. But there's one thing that uh, I, I do think is interesting uh, that about the OJ uh, undrafted free agent deal. It costs real quick on YouTube says, hey, uh, where to get the A to Z shirts like I'm wearing? Where You want a Nike golf polo for A to Z? I uh, just dropped that link in the chat, shop.a-to-zsportsnashville.com, or uh, click that link I just dropped there in the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. But, uh, Sam, I do have something that stood out to me, and I'll get to my answer on uh, what right tackle option intrigues me the most. Uh, but first, tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Visit them at boneandjointtn.org. Don't fumble on your recovery. you got to know who to trust, and you can trust the Bone and Joint Institute out in Franklin, one campus, one state-of-the-art facility to assist in your recovery with image, surgery, rehab, clinic, testing, all in the same spot. So go see our friends out at the Bone and Joint Institute and schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. Also with BetMGM, our first bet offer, do that, go big with it. With bonus code ATOZ Sports, you get a risk, you get that bet, that first bet offer, uh, you get a, a second chance at it. Because if you miss that first bet after signing up with bonus code ATOZ Sports, uh, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets to get more opportunities at it. So it's a great way to start your football season with BetMGM. So sign up uh, with our bonus code ATOZ Sports for that uh, first bet offer. Uh, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject to qualification, other requirements. First online real money wager. Only rewards issued in novel bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem games, support call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. So we're asking uh, the, the audience today, the, the chat, who intrigues you most when it comes to the Titans' right tackle options? Uh, and to me, uh, the thing about OJ is the fact he's an undrafted free agent, and it was before the first day of training camp that the head coach was mentioning him by a nickname. And yeah. like, you know, it's a difficult name to pronounce, and I get why Vrabel does that. But whenever you have a player that is 
you know, an undrafted guy or a, a, you know, a long shot, whatever you want to call him, that already earns a nickname from the head coach. It's not a bad thing. It's usually a really no. good thing. Right. And yeah. I mean, what I guess happened that- last, I mean, Dr. Dr. Gibby uh, just a year ago. Right. And now he's in a situation where it feels he got like val- he got big time reps towards the end yeah. of last year. And now like, yeah, in a situation that he's competing for, you know, a regular role in the defense as well. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if OJ is going to be the starting right tackle. That might be a bit of a jump, but I have a lot of confidence that he's going to make this team right now. Yep. And, you know, it, if we feel like he's going to make this team, like you said, as an undrafted guy, it means there's so much more room to go. Uh, and so he's somebody I will look forward to maybe catching up with and getting some practice footage out there. Titans Nation might not know a ton about him, but he's a name that we need to get acquainted with as uh, camp gets underway. I mean, the Eagles struck gold with Jordan Mailata, right? Like they they drafted a rugby player from, you know, overseas in the seventh round, and now he was making Andre Dillard a first-round pick replaceable. I'm not saying OJ is going to become Jordan Mailata, but, I mean, things, crazier things have happened uh, with that. So I think think it's very intriguing that that the undrafted rookie – uh, gets uh, a nickname before the first day of training camp with OJ. Chris Stress says, who is y'all talking about? I'll let you pronounce John Ojukwu, O-J-U-K-W-U. John Ojukwu, undrafted free agent out of Boise State. Look him up. So I'm not going to go with OJ. Uh, my most intriguing right tackle option is JJ. I do think it's uh, Jamarco Jones because, again, he was signed last year as a versatile piece. You thought he could help out. How much would have would Jamarco Jones, if healthy last year, would have been able to help this Titans offense? I think quite a bit. I think if Jamarco Jones was was healthy last year, that offensive line might not be dead last. It might not it might be bottom three, but it, it would have been better uh, than it was. But he would have been a great Jamar- option to fill in that left tackle for sure. Yeah, and he doesn't have it like he's Jamarco Jones still only started seven games in his entire NFL career. He's he's just played in thirty six. Now he lost the entire year last year because of injury. And that happened really early. Uh, he never even really got out of training camp. And so I do think Jamarco Jones for me is the most intriguing, but this does feel like it's a Chris Hubbard opportunity to come in and steal the show. Yep. So I do expect Chris Hubbard once he gets in the building, who knows if he's going to be out there in 20 minutes from now or not. But uh, I do think Chris Hubbard uh, has an opportunity to do this, but Jamarco Jones, very intriguing because now you've got Jamarco Jones and Chris Hubbard veterans who can play both guard and tackle. So, you know, a, a month ago, I was concerned about inside interior depth at offensive line. Now you start to feel a little bit better because you got uh, Jamarco Jones, who I completely forgot about. That's why the forgotten is on the logo. I forgot he was a, a two-year deal last offseason. But now you've got him and Hubbard to help out Brunskill, Brewer. Uh, then you got Skronsky and, you know, Corey Levin and some others there inside. Yeah, I said it could go one of four ways at right tackle. I like Hubbard. I like Jones. I like Ojukwu. And Jalen Duncan, you never know with the draft pick that could, you know, potentially reach a ceiling. So those four, that'll be a fun battle to watch. Yeah, no doubt. Jalen Duncan, high upside, but never played. Maybe right Daniel Brunskill, too, because I still think moving him over would be smart. He is, the, uh, you know. he is literally the fire extinguisher behind the glass yeah, case, right? Exactly. Like that's what Daniel Brunskill is here. All right, Sam, time to get the good news so we can get in the shade. Good news presented by Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going and seeing our friend Payne Bone, his team out there in Lebanon. Great drive. Save yourself some money. Not pay those downtown prices for your new vehicle. So give them a shot. 
just make them a part of the process. I'm not saying buy there. I'm just going to say, hey, go check them out. WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon. So good news to send us to the weekend. Uh, Sam, I will let you start. I know you feel like you're ready to get out of here. That's uh, my good they, news. That's your good news? Is the show yeah. almost over? Yeah, we're practice about to start. So, yeah, my good news is that I can get these bugs off me, get some AC. I feel the sweat dripping down my back. We're going to be Uh-oh. in it all day. You know, I, I, good news is that there is air conditioning coming very soon for me. Uh, and, yeah, we're getting ready to wrap up. So, that yeah, yeah pretty easy good news for me. I, I, I look forward to AC anytime it's imminent in my future. Yeah, Orlando says good news. Austin and Sam survived an hour and 90-degree heat. Yeah, it ain't messing around. I'm going to pull up the feels-like temperature. But, Sam, I do think we learned a little bit here. I think uh, uh, second shirt is definitely a necessity. I think yeah, maybe the little this one. I think maybe the little baby cooler with, like, a ShamWow in there, like a wet towel to put around our necks might be a good option. option. Well, yeah. Look, I might have to head back to the drawing board here and see what other options we got. Oh, we did position ourselves kind of like in a spot with very limited shade and right off of a lake that, you know, is going to have bugs. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, emitting heat. So, uh, real feel, my app says 102. So, that's yeah, that. There you go. So, uh, lots of other good news coming in here that people are sharing. So, appreciate football back. Uh, good news, people on vacation having a – there's a couple birthdays out there. Happy birthday to Jill. Uh, my good news, Sam, is I was off the show Monday and Tuesday uh, because I was at the Jersey Shore because my brother, younger brother, uh, surprise proposed to his girlfriend up at the Jersey Shore. And so my wife and I were fortunate enough to be able to sneak up there on Sunday morning, get in town uh, just in time for that proposal on the Jersey Shore, and then had a fun Monday before flying back Tuesday morning. So that was fun to be a part of. Uh, so congratulations to my brother, Ethan. And Morgan, uh, the new member of the family, got to meet her family uh, up there. So how about this, Sam? Small world. Uh, that two guys from you know Brentwood, Tennessee, are uh, marrying uh, two uh, girls from the Philly area. Yeah. Wow. Small yeah. world. Pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> Wildwood. Wild. I'll, wild I'll, I'll label that as wild. Officially Pretty wild. wild. Yes. Uh, so how about that? Clearly we have a type. All right, guys. That'll do it for us. Great show here on this Friday morning. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We will be at practice tomorrow morning too. So uh, there's tons of practice content. Make sure uh, that you subscribe to the show and give us that like before you head out of here. Uh, Make sure you go to YouTube, you subscribe, you go to all of our social medias because we'll have Titans practice content on fire after uh, practice today. So we'll see you guys later on. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. See you soon. Appreciate it.